quit playing. Robert. I didn't do this stuff. This is not me, y'all. I'm fighting for my life. Y'all killing me with this. I gave y'all 30 years of my career. Robert. 30 years of my career. Y'all trying to kill me. You're killing me, man. This is not about music. I'm trying to have a relationship with my kids, and I can't do it. Y'all just don't want to believe the truth. Boston and New York. Um, how was the trip? Uh, the trip overall was fantastic, honestly. Like, Boston was great. Just overall hanging out, everybody who came out. Obviously, the show was, was a major success. Everybody seemed to enjoy themselves, which is really all that I care about coming out of that. So... It was my favorite live show we've done was. Wow, really? Why so? I was sober. Oh, wow. <laughs> I remember it. Same, <laughs> same. <laughs> Eden Le. What's up? How do I sound? Clear. Okay. Clear. My voice is a little, my voice is a little scratchy. Yeah, a little, a little raspy, but good. Okay. All right. Cool, cool. Didn't know if y'all could notice. No, the raspiness is clear. I'm not going to not going to anger that one fan that gets bothered by um, us talking about the live show. <laughs> Jeez, no, we have Sorry, to talk about bro. it for the next two weeks on every single pod. Wait, Sorry, wait, dude. Was someone mad about that? Yeah, it was. They left the bad cute. review. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, well, enjoy your free content, buddy. We're going to talk about what we want to talk about. Yeah, it was my. I just remember at, at 9.15 when Bomb was underway, looking out. The, the place actually had a certain vibe to it that I really dug because I was, a mu- I was a musician. I used to play in clubs like that. Never had a house that full. I mean, it looked sold out. It was just like packed. And um, it was dark, too. I liked that. <clears throat> you know, over to the right-hand side where the bar area was, it was just dark. Um, so I was digging. It was a very, very cool energy, you know. I agree. Yeah, the setup, I thought the setup was nice. Um, Nitz, it's happening. You're muted. Okay, it's good to hear from you. Corn Puzzle. Best Yo. contribution she's had. That's pretty, yeah, that's, uh, that's a highlight. Wait, can you hear me now? Yeah, there you no. are. Yes, I, oh my God, I was, I was asking things and I'm like, wait, why is nobody responding to me? I'm so offended. But Were my mic muted? has been broken. I wasn't Uh-oh. muted. My mic's been weird. It happened on the ding yesterday, too. Um, nothing. What's up, guys? Good morning, friends. That's How what I said, you? and then nobody responded. And I'm like, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, wait. Good morning. Try good morning, enemies. See good if morning, friends, and Zach. Hey. Good morning, guys. <laughs> <laughs> this is the saddest A I've ever heard. Hey. Hey. I, so I went to Captain Marvel yesterday. No, and I got back oh, home. God. Oh, God. Nobody else. It's okay. I care. I care. No, you don't, you. No. And the only reason I went so late was because of the daily ding. So I feel like, you know, put in my why time. Why not go today? 
because I don't have time today. I have plans. You don't. Oh, excuse me. Then go tomorrow. No, because people will spoil it for me by then. Literally, people were already texting me about it yesterday, being like, "Oh my God, it's this part." I'm like, "Bitch, it's like." Okay, okay, okay. Friends. Hold on, Nitz. You hitched your wagon to this crap. You hitched your wagon, your entire wagon, to this superhero crap, and now you're getting mad about the culture of it? Are you kidding me? She's not getting mad. She's just like, it's just dictating her life. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. I like you, Miz. Congratulations. I've decided that the Marvel movies are spoiler proof for me. I mean, why? How? Uh, just because of like big picture stuff, like there's not there's there's nothing you can say that happens in one of these movies that will surprise me or like ruin it for me anymore. Like she she's yeah, not gonna die. I, be, she's not gonna die. Well, she's not gonna she die. Shows, yeah, no, she shows up not. in the new one, right? No, because an, an, an example. Like, an example would be like the franchise. The behind there, the scenes stuff of like Captain America is his contracts up. You know, yeah, and he's been that, very like, public no, about no. how he doesn't want to be. He wants to do other things. So it's like, all right, cool. Spoiler proof. And well, like Robert here's Downey the, Jr. Here's the one thing. He doesn't want to be a part of it. So he's probably also going to go. Like yep, both of them exactly. are like either dying or leaving. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. Here's the one thing. And I legitimately heard this is that Brie Larson is not very good in it. And that she was amazing. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me talk. That she's, <laughs> not very, she's not very good in the role and that. It almost felt like she was mailing it in and that, like, she kind of stole a paycheck and they're calling her Brie Larceny now. Okay, whoever said that. Oh, my God. They were so good. Nitz missed the joke. Nitz completely missed the joke. She completely completely missed it. Her blood was boiling. She wanted to get the takeoff. She doesn't get the show. She stopped listening to you as soon as you opened your mouth, so she was ready to go. I don't talk to Zach. Are you kidding? If you guys have not listened to the ding yet, Zach brought up uh, brought up Marvel shit, and he goes the purple guy. I don't listen to Zach when he's yeah, talking about comic books. Yeah, right? Grimace, right? Right, Grimace, fuck out of here. <laughs> Zach, well, Grimace got steroids. No, oh. we're talking about Thanos, and he just goes like the purple guy and the big worm that came from the sky, and I'm like, it was a big worm. It was a big ass worm came from the sky. He's not, he's not wrong. Yeah, you cannot be on his side with this. How's your signal, Zach? Not little, great. Little iffy. I'll tell you that. It's not great. I don't know what to do about it. How's Portland, man? What's the weather? Rainy. Damn. Sucks. What are you doing? Uh, I have friends performing all weekend. So I came to see my family. Ugh. Ugh. It's going to be painful today. That's yeah, sick. Uh, Carmel's got a, a show tonight. Yeah. He's, he's, he's sort of committing podultery. He is. He's attending, he's attending another. He definitely show. is. Um, I can't find whether or not I have to do a live read today. Um, I just want to know if Zach's gonna storm the stage and try to grab the mic like he does during BOMN. Oh, I got asked up to the stage this time. Thank you very much. Oh wow! Didn't okay. you get asked last time too? No, I stormed the stage. Okay. <laughs> but this time, Amin asked me to come up and tell a story with him. Now, what was your favorite part, uh, Eden? Of of the show? Yes. Probably Henry Abbott and all of his slag. Dude, Henry Abbott and yeah. Coach Thorpe. That they segment were so was so good. good. Oh, you, okay. So Henry, I found that Henry. to be a little bit cringeworthy, but uh, I'm yeah. glad that you oh, liked he it. He turned it into a swap meet. He was like... Because so uh, I thought he was going to go on like some philosophical NBA subject, and all of a sudden he's pulling out vans. You know what I mean? <laughs> From his bag. But no, I, also, I love Henry. Um, you know, uh, fun fact. Well, no, I can't even. I can't even say this on the show. Never mind. Never mind. Bossa Nova. What? Yeah. Oh, oh Bossa Nova. All right. That was the first time. Wow. Yeah. there and he's there and you, you feel like you haven't missed the beat he's like hey buddy you know but uh i haven't seen him in forever like technically i've talked to him but not not seen him i saw him i saw him at arnovitz's house during all star when whenever all star was in la 
he happened to be there. So I saw him at Arnovitz's crib, which I guess was last year, last February, a year ago. I, uh, Bomb was amazing. Just, just, uh, was extraordinary. Um, You're welcome, Jade. So good. <laughs> don't ask me what you guys talked about. I don't know. I don't either. I don't really remember what we talked about either. It just felt like we were having fun. And, you know, by this time, everybody knows each other's rhythms. So Amin's name dropping, we were able to. I just remember Amin dropping a lot of names. That's what, that's what, <laughs> that's what I specifically remember. Like, God, is he just going to keep dropping names and dropping names? It was great. I'll tell you. We have some big news coming up next week. Just wanted to let you all know. But uh, uh, aside from that, there is uh, a new channel for this particular show called The Friday Mailbag, which will still be appearing on the back-to-back uh, feed. But the, the the whole show you'll be able to find uh, wherever you prefer your podcast to be. Jay, can I spoil the new name for the show, for the company? Yeah, go ahead, man. Hello? Wait, what? Wait, you cut out literally. What? You went, can I reveal the name and then just cut out? That's that. That's the joke. Knits and friends? Is that what we're going with? I am completely confused because Dang. Zach's mic is, mic is cutting in and out. And so I, I don't I know, know if he's doing, he's doing a dramatic not. pause or if he's just... It's both. And now he's gone. Now he's just gone. Yeah, so that was we lost him. That was his that was his best joke yet. I think. Am I the only person who's hearing this like this? Like is my connection? No, 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 no. no. We're so confused too. Okay. Right. There was like a long dramatic pause and then you heard something cutting out, and I was like, damn it, man. Yo, is everything moving the way it's supposed to, or does this podcast (laughs) exist? Exactly. (laughs) That's a great question, Mace. All right, Zach says he's looking for a better show. What's a podcast? What is a podcast? Um, So, yeah, big news, big, 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 big news on the horizon. And uh, find the Friday mailbag wherever you uh, listen to the show. Nitz, what? Um, My Uber driver yesterday was just talking to me about his podcast. Because he asked me, like, he, we were just talking for like a minute and I was so hyped off of Captain Marvel. And I told him like, oh yeah, I went late because we were recording a podcast. And he was like, oh yeah, I do a podcast too, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, just trying to relate on it. And I'm like, not the same. It's not I'm so same. happy that I'm part of this group of misfits rather than being that Uber driver trying to pump my own podcast. I'm so happy about that. I can't tell. Yeah, I don't think I've ever, and you know, this is probably should change, but I don't think I've ever voluntarily talked about this podcast like Why? it's just it's just weird i don't know i don't what? like talking no, it about sounds myself to strangers. When you say, oh i'm part of a podcast yeah it's like well, i know but if somebody goes why did you go to such a late showing because i went in like midnight and i'm like well oh, yeah, we were recording yeah, 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 an yeah, yeah, nba yeah. pod so no, i had that to makes like sense. wait until we were done recording and then he goes it oh yeah i'm sense. about to start a sports pod too and i'm like we're, i mean no but for we're instance back on, we're, we're back on marvel no, 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 <laughs> no. I hope this is just how the conversation oh, I need, I need, you guys are such haters. Listen, I like Shit. to start the show with a serious topic. I, I, I want to talk about R. Kelly appearing with Gail King <laughs> this week. Did anyone see this? I did not yes. watch the interview. I'm not giving it clicks. Seen the no? memes. Solid. No, 30 the memes are funny. It. I just, saw I just think the, that if yeah, you're I giving an the, abuser like time right. and airtime and you're giving them like a space to speak and say their piece, I don't want to fucking hear it. Like I, end of the day, I, like it's I don't care about their side. Like we know it's not it. even I mean Did you see his two girlfriends though? Did anyone nobody see his two girlfriends? Goes in, nobody goes into that thinking R. Kelly is gonna present a case that's compelling anyone. Some people to, do. Some people do though. Are like, they that's though? Yes, they the walk people that are bailing that, him out, uh, the people that are still listening to his music, the people that are like, he didn't do it. Dude, I even saw, I haven't seen the Michael Jackson thing yet, but related because it came out this week. And I'm seeing people on my timeline just defending the shit out of him still. It's like, people will who? ride. Mike? Michael, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. People will ride for their favorite artists. So like, yeah, if you give somebody the airtime to explain their side, people are going to look at it and be like, you know what? Like, he's damn right. That's why I take so much issue with like NBA players who have done shit getting like whole pieces written about them it's like man their side does not matter right now like 
there's times when it does and I get it. There's like, obviously it's never going to be black and white, but R. Kelly is not like a black and white issue. Did you catch right? his, so, the interview with the two girlfriends though, as part of that? No. no. What was it? Well, where they were just saying like, you know, there's the, the parents of these two women are, they're, they're at odds. Like they're, they're basically claiming that these parents are making up these stories and, uh, and stuff like that. So I I don't know what to make of it. I wanted to get your guys' opinion. I just thought he, when he stood up, did that, did you catch that part of it? Yeah. Throws that in jail. <laughs> that was the meme, yeah. That was-, that was, that was pretty wild. But I, so this morning, Sadie was singing, I believe I can fly. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <And laughs> it's an amazing song. So incredible. It's an amazing, uh, like, I don't incredible. think the chord structure, there's some things that I don't, is he write his music? I don't know that he does because he can't write music. What cracks like me up just, is in the video, just comes he's, off the dome he's conducting. Him. He's got the baton and everything. You know the video? Yes. He's Wait, conducting he's in the like choir. a cornfield? Yeah, he's in the cornfield. <laughs> there's the, the the space jams playing. and But there's one section at the end where the choir comes in and he's and he's doing the baton thing. Like he's conducting the choir. And I'm like... Does he really know like how to write music? Like it's because it, that song is goddamn good. Now my wife then says, "Turn that off. We're not having any pedoph- pedophiles in the house." Mm. Hey, <laughs> so then I said, "Well, what, what about what are we gonna do with Michael Jackson music now?" What'd she say? Didn't get an answer there. I mean, R. Kelly, let me just say, R. Kelly's not. Now, let me give you a fucking funny ass story. On our second date with my wife ever, you know what I, you know what I rolled out as content for us to consume? Oh, no. Trapped in the closet. (laughs) No. A closet. Was it it like a threat? (laughs) No. That is, 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 has everyone seen it? Yeah, that is long. It's a very high long, work of art. Even if it wasn't intentional, it's a, I don't it's think it's an it, opera. I don't think it was intended to be what it was, like or how I got it. But it is the, one of the funniest things of all time. <laughs> I mean, it's hysterical, right? And yeah, but, and I, he was in on the joke too. You know, at a certain point, it's just like when you're on trapped in the closet, part thirty four. Um, right, it's the, really the first. You're now the first in on one. the troll. But what struck me was just the that you know when I was listening to learning, uh, I can fly or whatever, and then you know the only reason I you could watch Trapped in the Closet because the music's good. <laughs> right. No. No. Yeah. He he made a he made a cool song. I mean, that's the thing, and that's. But it goes hand in hand with why he's been able to get away with all this shit for years, right? People are just like, man, he did marry Aaliyah, but wow, this song is incredible. Like, he is a musical genius. There's just no no two ways about it. But that's, you know, that's part of the frustration and part of the, the anger that people have is that, like, you know, this music has been able to put people under a spell and just like, you know, ignore their better instincts where it's just like, yo. And that's the thing with R. Kelly. Like, the guy is on tape doing this, right? It would be one thing if there were just, you know, like Bill Cosby, lines of women, reams of women coming out and saying, yo, Binders full of did- women? Binders full of women coming out and saying, yo, this guy did horrible things to me. But it's not like we have footage of Bill Cosby sprinkling some, you know, uh, what you gonna call it? Quaaludes into you know women's drinks at his house. Like R. Kelly, he, like it's footage at his house of him doing bad things to a person who's clearly a minor. You know. Uh, now so so now with the mic, did you guys watch the Michael thing? I uh, watched the first forty minutes and I tapped out. I was done. I didn't need any more. Was it that bad? Like not no, it's just like bad, I, like it I get it. Content. It's kind of obvious I don't need, the direction I don't need they're four taking. Hours right, it's very. This. It's not very. It's four it's hours. Not actually, very good. It's not. You know. No. Um, it's, but you know, I, it's just but cross-cutting I, I, old footage with with interviews with these two guys. That's it. You know what I think. You know, you know what I think, Jade, is good about it in that, like, it is stripped down. It's like those dudes are talking directly to you. Did, but did, Like, did, that guy did, is on your couch talking so you, to you. So you believed it? Here's what I believe. Here's what I believe. He took them on tour. 
Yes. He had them at his house all the time. Yes. Um, he went on the BBC with the Indian homie and said, yes, boys sleep in my bed. No, I don't abuse them. That's what I know. <laughs> like, the, the, like, this shit is a formality to me, right? Like, just point me in the direction of other people who do this, who aren't diddling boys, Jade. Like, just show me the counterfactual. Like, show me the example where this could possibly not be what he did with little kids. Like, how? How well, is it I mean, possible? I, I mean, I, I think that I could show you probably, I don't, I can't do it right now, but show you people that do things for money, you know? I mean, here's the thing about that. It's not in court. Wait, what do you mean? What do wait, you wait, mean? No, you saying the kids said. did it for money? No, I'm saying that you you can make these allegations um, and come out of, and come out of the the woodwork. So no, to speak, I'm not talking about cash. the allegations, though, Jade. I'm fuck the allegations. I'm talking about what we know. What like, Mike it's said. documented that right, he but took I'm, but children I'm saying, on but tour with him. That's fine, but that's a, quite a leap to make. To Is what it? was it's it's not. It's, it's not, not fine. It's not. It's not Jade, fine. Jade, he admitted to sleeping with boys in his bed. I, kids that don't, aren't his own. He yes. said he did that. So I, it's like that is weird. I'm just I, asking I'm not, you to show I'm, me where that could be the case. Like, who are these other people who get to do this? Who are they? Because like, there's, I, there's I've not, never heard there's of this. not but one in a billion people that live that life, and he's he was so very weird and eccentric. I'm not saying that that's not the case. What I'm saying is, do you believe the allegations that are not really enforced by law, right? It's easy to do something in, in, in a video. No, I mean, if, it, but it feels, like, it feels like this is becoming a semantical argument when that's not what it should be. I mean, here's the thing, Jade. Here's the thing. He got accused of this shit in 1993, then had to go to court again in 2004, which means after people was like, Mike, stay away from these kids. He was like, fuck that. Kids are still sleeping in my bed. Like, what? Is, what, what, what how am I supposed to internalize that? Like, how am I supposed to process that? It's not about the allegations. Yeah. He admitted to it. He Was. admitted to sleeping with children who weren't yeah. his own. I, I don't know how well I'm supposed to. Like, what am I supposed to do with that, Jade? Like, what? Like, just imagine your own family member was sleeping in Michael J- Jackson's bed. There's no way you would take the stance of, well, he's a weird dude. You would never say that. You would never say that about the idea that your own children or your own niece, your own nephew, your own little cousin. You would never give him the benefit of doubt for somebody who was in your own family. So I don't know why I need to extend that to him. Like, because these kids are strangers. I just would like, I, I don't understand why we have to. I would also he admitted add, like, I think- to. He said that he did it. Like he said it. That's why. Like that's why I don't care about what these dudes are saying. Michael Jackson himself said he slept with little boys in his bed. He himself said it. So I don't need these other cats. I just I don't. Think, I think the parents pimp their kids out. Yes, absolutely. Like, that, like I think like like you can be like, oh well, why would the parents? Yeah, because they got paid off. Like it's a horrible situation all around. I mean, he was buying them cribs. He was right, buying. Yeah, houses. he was. He was. He was like their. He was like their friend, like their kid's friend. Like it, it was. It's just that he, Michael Jackson has maybe the most fucked up childhood of any celebrity, and there's been plenty of celebrities with fucked up childhoods. I mean, know how they all turn out. You know, a lot right. of them end up doing drugs. A lot of them end up like Macaulay Culkin. Some of them have comebacks, but most of them just wash out and disappear. Michael Jackson never disappeared because he just kept, his star kept rising and rising and rising. And I honestly believe that he connected with children better than adults and that he liked spending time with children because it like made sense for him for some reason. The sexual part, I really don't know. I That's think it's inconclusive. Yeah. Like I, I, I That's don't I'm saying. like from the yeah, way that the relationship is presented, I would say no, but like, it's very That's likely that it happened. But Jade, Jade, why, like if this was anybody else and it was someone who didn't produce content that you loved and songs that you didn't know if you wanted to turn off, would you give them this much thought and this much benefit of the doubt? When, like Watt said, he said it. And then you Mm. have people coming in with allegations. Like, if everything is lining up to saying, like, this happened and there was abuse, then, like, why? Why all the benefit of the doubt? And here's here's why. Well, the benefit of the doubt is is that it wasn't proven in court. No, if it was your CPA and he wasn't that good at your taxes, would you be like, oh, yeah, it's probably fine? No, you'd hear this shit and you'd be like, you know, evidence says that I could probably conclude, even though a court of law did it, I could probably conclude that some fucked up shit happened. But he makes good music, so people don't want to. 
It's it's well, and again, even if you want to say if you, even if you want to say the nature, the nature of their relationship wasn't sexual, which I'm not inclined to believe, right? And here's why. Show me Michael Jackson being sexual with other people. Exactly. The man literally was asexual in public. Asexual. And he, he had, had people a, throwing themselves at him. So, so now, so now I'm supposed to believe he doesn't like adult men or adult women. Because he's not like it's just that's never been what's happened for him um in any way. So now I'm supposed to believe not only not only is he one of the few people in the world who when children who aren't his own sleep in his bed and he manipulates every situation to make it so it's because he just loves them unconditionally. He's another he, he's another person in the world who just has no sexuality whatsoever. Like those should have interviewed can't be disconnected from each other. He had no sexuality. What they should have interviewed Lisa Marie so Presley. So now he's a unicorn in that he's he's Peter Pan. He's just a man child or whatever. Yep. And he just sexual Jade. And and I can snitch on myself right now. Like people like me, I've had sexual thoughts since I was five, since my first memory. So to tell me, and some people discover themselves that way, different stages in life. So to tell me this guy never did. He never did. He no, never okay. That's, that's unf- no, there are like psychologically speaking and like he again had like the craziest childhood. There could be a case made that somebody just does not have those sexual thoughts. Like that's you. That's like just none shit. whatsoever. I don't think that that. Just and Michael Jackson that, just happens to be that person. I yeah, mean. that could happen. No, I, that could happen. And if you're talking about somebody that's like been through that much trauma and also through that much like overwhelming exposure to just crazy shit, like none of us, like even just being famous can just fuck you up in that kind of level. And he's fucking Michael Jackson. And like, I believe that psychologically you could be messed up enough to like be asexual or your chemistry is that way. There's a lot going on. I don't think that that's like a proof point. Right. But Okay, well, there that is. Oh, what was it called? Um, shit, I don't know. It was like a supermarket slash deli type of thing. Oh, shit, yeah. So it's like, yo, they probably have hella Israeli shit. Can you find out the name for it? I want to go. Absolutely. Uh, you so know I had the tickets trauma. So you mentioned the, the Chicago <laughs> show coming up on May 18th, right around the corner. We got tickets on sale. Just went public. Uh, we added some additional VIP packages for the public because um, they always go quick. So look for that hey guys i'm also relaunching the website countthedings.com next week uh you'll be able to get the tickets there instead of having this scour through twitter feeds nicely but for the time being uh you can go to at count the dings on twitter to get those or go to the lincoln hall website to get those tickets um now guys i have a s- couple special guests two 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 guys Oh, wait, wait, wait. You know what, Mace? Give me a question. Give me a question first. What is Perfect. happening? Give me a question. Give me the question. Okay. Uh, Zach, which of the ones that do you want me to ask? The LA one or the Bumble one? Do Bumble. Do the Bumble I decided one. for him. The Bumble's Bumble right. funnier. Ryan Trafagan, at Ryan Trafagan, why do women match on Bumble and then never send a message or unmatch? Just unmatch me. I can take it. I think Zach's, Ladies. like, not here. Yeah, Zach just... But, um, oh, I'll tell you what, there's a, there's a guy... I'm trying to get on the Wi-Fi. I'm trying to get on the Wi-Fi. Oh. Well, this is a bad question, because it's like, what are you actually complaining about? That there's a... That you're that clinging no on to the possibility no, so that... Here's the... Might, like, that's, here's it's the over. Here's how you look you at it. Here's how you look at it. It's over. Here's how you look at it. The spark in there isn't the match. So you got to... That's what... You've got the order of operations all messed up in your mind. It's not, Ooh, we match. Maybe something will happen now. The, the match is actually when she sends a message. 
So j matching shouldn't affect you at all. Like matching doesn't mean anything. They could have been an accidental swipe. I've accidentally swiped on a lot of profiles. It doesn't mean anything. Flex. The actual the actual spark is when that first message comes. So don't even af be affected by a possible match. That doesn't matter. All that matters is the message. So you just gotta you, you gotta get to the next the step in your game, mind. Son. Right. That's you know, I have good, a question for y'all on top of this. So I downloaded Hinge with uh, with Julie Fair, shout out the other day. And there's this guy, and I didn't respond to him because we like match and whatever. And then he said some stupid shit that like some NBA shit that I was like, I don't want to talk to you anymore. So I just haven't responded. And now it's been like 10 messages. And like, why? Like, who does that? Why do that? Like, what? Like, and also, should I just unmatch the guy? Is that mean? Yes. If you don't want yeah. to talk to... No, yeah, you don't understand what you, you will talk to people for no reason. Yeah. And I it gets us, and it no gets us all yes. in trouble. You just got to cut all, bait. Gets us all cut, cut bait. bait. Yeah. Trust me, they would. They wouldn't. They wouldn't spare you that consideration. They drop. That's a great like point. A that's a great point. Habit. I'm just a nicer person. <laughs> no, nope, that's not it. It's like, <laughs> nope, that's not it. You're, you're wasting yours and everybody else's time. Unmatch. Cut the cord. Yeah, but it's also kind of funny. <laughs> or like, or like in the Titanic when when Leo was. Oh, don't don't let. Like I know, I know it's a little. I know, I know it's different, but like I would never talk to a stranger about basketball. Like never. Uh, no, because no, you know how Hinge has like you have topics. So like Hinge has one of the topics that Julie and I put was like I would rather start my franchise with Steph over LeBron, and uh, people obviously like respond to that shit. And then we were talking, and then he was like. That's such a thirsty prompt to you put in trolling. your profile. What's that's the like a ass prompt. What? Why are you so thirsty? What, like, trolling brown sexuals. Just like, come at me. You're Dude, putting like a bullseye on your head. Julie and I a, were like, what so do we thirsty. put? What is thirsty about that? Oh my God. You're like, provoking you're, you're people. You're provoking irrational people. Yeah. You're a woman on a dating app. You don't. Don't need to. You don't need to like spark someone to be interested. Oh, if you're a woman on a dating app. So Everyone's like, no, 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 because it literally what you list the shit you're interested about. I shouldn't list the NBA. No, I'm. That's, that's different oh, than listing the NBA. You're looking for that person. You're looking for that person. You're being that wants a cheap imitation of Skip Bayless in your Hinge profile. <laughs> right. <and> it's unnecessary. <laughs> It's just unnecessary to do that. Yeah, skip, <laughs> skip like, swipe list. <laughs> I used to think that life could not go on. Oh, I will cancel your ass, dude. Yo, Jane, yo, relax. Yo, <laughs> Was I muted? No. Did you catch that? Yo, Jane. Yes, we all got it. The world will listen to that. Yes. All right, guys, I got our two. Two, 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 two very special guests. They were, they were in Boston, the live show. Um, they're a young group of guys. Oh my God, too. Oh my God, what's happening too. right now, Jay? Uh, Just speed it up. Hold on, hold on, hold on. They, yes. Oh, there oh, they are. Hello? All right, guys, you there? Hey, what's up? Just so you guys know, you'll listen to this later. But he he filled time bringing you on by saying they're a young group of guys. Young group that was of his guys. So how old are you guys? Well, wait, 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 we wait, are pretty wait. young, right? Hold on, hold on. Okay, go hold on. So we we're at the show the other night, and uh, you know we did the show, and at the end, uh, these two uh, striking young individuals, very good-looking guys, came uh, up to me, and I was just, I was just like, this, this is, this is what I'm. This is what I'm here for. These guys, and so oh it turns brother. out, turns out Jeff, Jeffrey, Jeffrey, and Avrain. Um, all right, Jeffrey, where are you? I'm right here. And Avrain. You know what? Funny enough, I'm probably I'm like 15 feet away from Jeffrey. <laughs> I love it. Um, they came up to me. They the biggest smiles on their face, um, and they told me they had driven down from Montreal. And uh, Jeffrey, who's been listening to the show for some time, even mentioned, even mentioned that my Ça father. Va, bien, merci. Is that was? He knew that my, my father was from Sherbrooke, Sherbrooke. And so yes, I, I immediately, I was like, "I'm simpatico with these guys." But anyway, <laughs> what? what, what tell, tell me, how was the show? Guys? 
It, oh man, we love the show. Literally, we barely even spoke. We were just dying of laughter for like three hours straight. And we just kept pouring down the Gingy Jamies and we just kept on dying and dying and dying of laughter. It was an amazing time. Honestly, the best weekend of our life. Not oh, even, no exaggeration. Oh, Everyone I'm, was great. I'm gonna Everyone need, great. I'm gonna need more than 15 feet between you guys because yeah. I'm catching an echo. <laughs> yeah. All right, that, no problem. Is that Give possible? Me I'm also gonna need you to not refer to it as Jamie. Yeah, thank yeah. you so much. Yeah. No, that's no yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like it. Yeah, well, I'm doing Canadian, so that's what we call it over here in Canada. I need Jamie Gingy. That's what it is. Also, it's a Canadian thing. Never mind. I don't. You know what? I guess you could say it's a Canadian thing. Wait, did you guys did you guys meet any any anyone else? Uh, no, only you guys. No, just me. Uh, we spoke to, uh, to Eden for a bit as well. I feel like I spoke to you. Yeah, I was like, I yeah, remember. Yeah, you that's guys what I was just gonna say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Spoke to Eden. Spoke. To- Who's that? Yes, that's a bossing uh, over. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> I'm so red right now. I hate so much. I mean, you're you're uh, yeah, so happy we just got a bossing over on a mailbag. You did it, guys. <laughs> you did it. But um yeah. all right, and then so uh Jeff, you've been checking out the show for, for some time, right? Yeah, so I've been checking out the show for about two years now. Um really, really got into it like a few months ago. And uh, as soon as I saw you guys were having a live show in Boston, it's you know, it's only like a six hour drive. Uh, I was like, you know what? I'm buying a ticket. Uh, I'm going to buy a ticket for my friend too. If he wants to come, cool. If not, then so be it. And so that's how I ended up bringing Ver along with me because he's more of a newbie to the show. So, and then, so yeah, yeah so Ver, how long have you been checking it out? For me, it's been what? Just a little over like two months. Honestly, as soon as Jeff told me he was going to Boston and going to catch this uh, like basement bar event, I was like, screw it. I'm in. Let me know what the podcast is and just started watching you guys religiously at work. And you L- like listening. It. Oh, I, I I love your stuff. I love your stuff. Actually, just before this, I'm on break right now from work, but uh, I was just listening to a couple old episodes from a few weeks ago. Nice, dude. Wait, are, so, uh, I guess yeah, we, I guess you can stuff. watch us now, huh? I, I said well, listening, listen, but... listen, oh, yeah, so, listen, listen, listen. So now, when when we were talking uh, that night, again, I can't I can't emphasize enough that Jeff pulled out that he knew my dad was from Sherbrooke. That means so much yeah. to me. Happy birthday you to my dad. Can't emphasize enough that Jeff pulled out. Um, okay. Uh, these guys, twenty. These guys are twenty-two years old. All right. Yeah, I just want to say that. They're oh, they're lo- not that young. They're long-time friends. You guys go back to elementary school, right? That's it. That's yeah, it. Yeah, back to elementary been a good, school. Like, 15, 16 years now. About. Yeah, and I could tell you guys were just uh, best buds, and that that that's super cool to see. But now, tell me about your trip. You guys had an unusual trip to to Boston. So let us know right, about so- it. All right. So. Uh, it all started off because I work at a hotel over here in Montreal and um, like a few months back we had a hockey team that came uh, one of the dads ends up talking to me because uh, weed is legal over here so he's like he just went to the dispensaries it just recently opened but he was upset that there was no edibles at the dispensary oh. so I was like <clears throat> well <laughs> you know I could maybe get you some you know I didn't want to like put all my cards my out right away because I didn't know. It's my type of and, guy. Uh, yeah. So anyways, next day I'm working in the morning. I bring in his edibles and uh, he's like, oh man, I got this huge greenery down in Boston. If you ever come to Boston, uh, well, it's actually an hour outside of Boston. If you ever come down, stop by my place. I'm going to hook you up. I'm going to get you whatever. So anyways, we find out that the live show is coming to Boston. I'm like, all right, well, this is like a good opportunity to kill two birds with one stone. So... We're driving, we're driving in the complete dark down to Boston because we left after work on the Friday. And uh, we're like kind of like starting to freak out a little bit at this point because we had been watching the Ted Bundy tapes and you. So (laughs) in our mind, we're going to like some random house in like... Yeah, that's a good association to make. That's a good association It was in Fitchburg, the place. Yeah, it was was in this place called Fitchburg, Massachusetts. And uh, we thought like, the guy's like texting us like crazy. You know, you guys got to be getting close. Where are you guys? Where are you guys? like... 
all right, this is it. Like we're hundred percent going to die tonight. Like this is not a chance that we're not making out of here alive. And no. I love the fact that you was just like, we're going to get killed. We don't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we were ready for it. We were ready for the, for the opportunity. Um, so like we were even like telling our friends, this is the address. We don't hear from us by this time. Please alert the authorities. Like we were like ready for this. <laughs> Anyways, like seven hours of driving later, we got our car stuck in a ditch midway. We finally get to this guy's place. Whoa, and, whoa, 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 wait, 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 You just got okay, stuck the ditch, in the yeah, ditch? Yeah, the ditch was messed up. Oh, oh man. We didn't tell you about that at the event. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Yeah, so what happened was uh, Waze was, like, like gave us the GPS directions there. And uh, for some reason, it started bugging at some point. We were just driving on, like, a like long, straight, narrow road. And all of a sudden, I was just to turn right into this, like, forest road where it's just pure ice. Like everything is pure ice. Nice. So we don't really know what's going on. We're like, all right, like, fuck it. Like we trust <clears throat> GPS, like, uh, we'll trust the GPS. Let's go in. Uh, we ended up going into the forest and there was a hill. So we try going up the hill, but because it's all ice, our car doesn't make it. We like fall back down the hill into a snowbank. My car bumper breaks. We have to clip the bumper back on, tape it back together and push the car out of there. And finally we were on our way. That's yeah. epic. Yeah. yeah. So at this point, we were like, oh, my God, this is shitty. Should we just go to Boston? Like, should we forget this guy? Like, we're going to die anyways. You know, like, we weren't really sure. But anyways, we get back on the road. <laughs> yeah, we were ready for it. Um, an hour and a half later, we get to the guy's place. And we pull up, like, it's this, like, long, long, long driveway. This guy lives in, like, a mansion of a house. We pull up in the driveway. There's, like, literally, like, 12 cars <laughs> four SUVs, like a couple pickup trucks, like in the driveway. We're like, all right, this is all of his different cars. <laughs> you know? like, this is it. Like we're done. Anyways, we finally uh, pull up in the back. He's there waiting for us. And uh, Ver, you want to continue the story? Okay. This is, this is where honestly we walk out. We, we see the guy, he's standing outside, huge smile on his face. He's waving us down to walk into the entrance of, uh, you know, of his place. So we get in, you know, gives Jeff a hug. I introduce myself. Hey, nice to meet you. And first thing he's like, all right, let, let me walk you guys around the house. I'll just introduce you to my family and my kids. So walk in the entrance. First place we, have, we have, end up in is the kitchen of the house. Walk into the kitchen on the island, on the, on the island table. There's about like 35 to 40 edibles just laid out like <laughs> cookies, brownies, and just all kinds of other stuff. And there's these two young girls to, to me and Jeff that look maybe not older than like 13, 14 years old. And we look at them and they look completely baked out of their minds. We don't say, yeah, no, no. Like, and I, I look at Jeff and I just like kind of whisper to him. I'm like, Jeff, this is some real cartoon shit. Like what is going on right now? So whatever. Uh, he's like, okay, meet my daughters. Uh, he's like, yeah, one of them just had uh, one too many edibles right now. She's very high out of her mind. And we're like, God damn, like this really can't be real. How right old now. you think? There were, so what did Jeff, I think he ended up telling us they were, one was going into university actually, into college. Okay. So they're, you know, they were probably like seven, 17, 18. Okay. One of them was 17, 18. The other was like 16. But I, I swear to God, when we walked in, they looked like 12 and 13 year olds to me. So next thing he's like, all right, you know, like, let me just show you, uh, like, let's meet my boys. We walk into the living room uh, of the house and that's like two steps away from the kitchen and it's just his like 11, 11 year old son sitting there with his like 11, 12 year old friends, just playing Xbox while like the parents are baked out of their minds. His <laughs> older sisters are baked out of their minds. So anyways, that like, that goes by, you know, we meet everyone in the house and he's like, all right guys, like, you know, let me, uh, let me give you like the weed that I told you guys I had prepared for you. So he's like, let's just walk out of the house. Um, we'll walk over to my shed. It's in the backyard. So walk into the guy's backyard. First of all, like it's dark as hell. We can't see anything. First of all, back... walk into a guy's shed. Yeah, I, I know. I know. No, it, it gets. I, you know what? You're you're so right. You are so fucking right. But we, we walk into the backyard. Dark as hell. Can't see anything. Walk down. Probably you know probably like 20, 30 meters. There's a little shed in the corner of the uh, in the corner of the yard. Walk in. It's his uh there's his friend and his wife just sitting there they have about like four jays just lit up in this little fireplace that they have going in the, in the little shed so we walk in get to meet them and you know the rest like we, we sat down with them we smoked with them for about but but but, Jeff, I, but you told yeah. me how many children in total was it oh, okay man. so here's the funny thing so he brought us into like seven different rooms 
And in each room, there was a new kid, but like just a, a year older than the other kids. So you walk into one room, they're like, oh, this is Maverick. He's 13. You walk into another room. Oh, this is so-and-so. He's 14. And this was like seven no, different rooms, you know, up. like with just like all different kids in different rooms, but they're all his kids. But like in total? what, what were we, like, In total. In total. In, total in the house, there's about like seven or eight kids. But he also said that he had kids shipped off to college and stuff. Wasn't it 14? <laughs> Weed smoking fornicators. <laughs> yeah, man. It, was, it reminds oh, man. me of um, the Game of Thrones, the wildlings scene with the uh, where with the guy with oh all the God. wives. You're talking about Craster? Yeah. <laughs> guys, oh, man. <laughs> Sacrificing children to the, uh, to the wild. Goddamn. Oh, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that was the case to be honest with you with how this guy was. <laughs> oh, honestly, I, I can't even believe we're telling the story right now. You know, when we walked out of the house, me and Jeff, when we walked back into the car, we looked at each other and we're like, you know what? Let's not even tell our friends about the story just because it sounds way too unreal. You know, like people are going to think we've like lost our minds or something's like seriously wrong with us. That was so uh, this is just crazy. Am I the only one here? I mean, you followed a guy like into a shed, so. Yeah, oh, it, was com- it was completely this insane. This is a Tuesday I mean, was- for Maze. <laughs> that's, just, that's just California, man. Like, I don't really? know what you, like, I'm, I'm oh, glad man. that it's made its way to Boston and the East coast and Massachusetts. But like, yeah. yeah, parents who smoke a lot of weed, like their kids start smoking weed really early and just get comfortable with it. It's not even a thing. You see, that, that's the first time we've ever seen it or even heard of it. No, so yeah, that was our us, first it was experience. like, what is going on? This is not. And to us, it was just crazy because the guy, the man was like 55 years old. We're like 22 year old kids, you know, we're just laughing it up, smoking it up in his little shed for like an hour and a half. He sent us out with like six G's weeds, like a bunch of edibles. Like it was, it was insane. It was an insane experience. He completely set us up for the weekend. And keep in mind, this is a guy I just met 35 minutes ago for the first time in my life. <laughs> Definitely could have gotten killed. I, yeah. I know. I know. Uh, I know. We took the risk. We took <laughs> the, the risk. risk. He said he made a friend for life. What are we, t- what are we talking exactly. about here? Right. No, well, that's so, yeah, we're now, seeing, honestly, you're right. You're right. Yeah, we have to adjust our story. prism. Yeah. Um, it reminded me it, of a, a time I went to uh, Pittsburgh with a friend of mine whose name is Manesh. And I was telling, I was sharing this story with the guys because yeah. I used to do random shit like this too. And the best thing to do as a young person is to travel with your friend to nowhere. Yeah. Like it doesn't Hands matter down. if yeah. you have an opportunity to to do something. If, if, if the podcast is an excuse to do it, you should do it. One time though, I went to Pittsburgh. My friend was at Carnegie Mellon, and uh, we had mushrooms on us. And uh, so we decide we're going to do these mushrooms and go to the airport and watch planes take off, right? And so we drop the mushrooms and it's about 1130 at night and we travel like 30 minutes to the airport. We get there, park the car, we, we think is a good place, then get uh, a cop rolls up on us. Right. Okay. And, he, and he knocks, he comes and he, you know knocks on the window. He says, what are you guys doing? And we say, well, I'm just, just waiting for a friend who's supposed to be coming in. Right. And we're just about to go balls to the wall here. It's shit's kicking in. And the guy oh goes, God. the guy goes, the last flight for the airport just landed. <laughs> you got to get out of here. So we, oh, we like drove oh, into the woods, literally pulled over, put on Pink Floyd and then tripped out for five hours in the car. Holy shit. You can imagine ah, that. That's a life, Jade. That is a life. That is Why, did you ever do something like that? Me? Oh, no, not quite like, no, not take a road trip, <laughs> but... And we could bossing over this, but anytime me and my friends land in a new destination, it's always like, okay, how do? And so obviously, I'm always part of that. I can remember. I, I can remember the first time when we went to uh, Barcelona. Um. We, we walked out onto the main, like, shit, last Ramblas or whatever, and we're just looking like random, random dudes, random dudes, like, who do we talk to? Who do we talk to? The first African immigrant we ran into, <laughs> we did a fucking beeline for him, and guess what? He hooked us up. Yes. Hey, man, God I don't know if you've been to Barcelona recently, but that's uh, all oh, down man. the Ramblas. There's, like... 15, 20 people. Every two seconds you walk, they're asking, you want weed, cannabis, cannabis, yeah, weed, yeah, cannabis, yeah, weed? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Nice. Those one of the homies we talked to. Oh, <laughs> That's man. it. Um, hey, guy, I didn't, I didn't prep you guys, but uh, did either of you have a question for the panel? I didn't, I didn't, I didn't tell you to bring a question. People uh, should I know. Mean, yeah, we should, but it, <laughs> we, just have more, yeah. we just have more of a comment. We just want to say that 
like we thank you guys for all the shows you do, all the work you put in. It's super entertaining. It's a hundred times better since you guys left the other company. Um, I mean, it's it which just one provides we've me, left a few. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Fair enough. But it just by the way, big news next week, guys. Oh, oh. I, I told these guys. Uh, uh, Jeff and Ver, that uh, I'm 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 getting their tickets for Chicago if they make the the big road trip. It's a oh, 15 we're, hour. We're coming down. We're, we're doing it. Down. We're doing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you going to make a detour by that guy again? Oh man, you know what? If it's on the way, we absolutely <laughs> <Yeah>. will. <laughs> um, yeah, stop stop by and hit him up. And it's, it's, exactly. it's, it's 15 hours. That's not too bad. You could do you like know a what, yeah, it's, thing. It's exactly yeah. yeah. It's not bad. I think what we're going to do is. We're probably going to go from Montreal to Toronto, which is give or take like a five-hour drive. And then I guess Toronto to Chicago is what, maybe another nine, nine, ten hours. Yeah, I've done so that. split that up a bit. But yeah, it's not too now, bad. It's I have, really yeah, no, people I have doing no that together bearings. is super doable. Yeah, I have yeah. no no idea of the layout of Canada, but it sounds like you just went the wrong way to go a different way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But again, I have no knowledge Friday. of the layout of Canada. Honestly, <laughs> Montreal is definitely closer hours. to New York yeah. than, than um, <laughs> Toronto is. So yeah, Toronto is... I just know Montreal is up. Yeah. Yeah, try to get there by yeah, Friday it's, it's night called, so you can yeah, do okay. karaoke. For sure. Well, the 100%. North is a movie. Elijah Wood. Yeah, Elijah Wood. Shout out. Oh, wait, that's really a movie? Yes. Also, that's Kanye West's daughter. His first daughter. Wow. Yeah, none yeah. of us knew that one. Um, all right, so Ver, Ver and Jeff, thank you so much. and um, Thank you guys so much, guys. Oh, thank you so much. Really you. appreciate it. Talk to you later. Talk to you soon. All right, guys. Au Have a good one, guys. Get them out of here. Bye, Get these guys out of here. Bonsoir. He said coma sava, which I guess yeah. means like, are you in a deep coma? <laughs> That's amazing. That's a good question to ask. It's, it's a communist uh, recognition. Yeah, comi sava. Comi sava. All right, the live that live Boston uh, sponsorship is brought to you by Emily Sargo. She said, "Hi Jade, we are so glad that you are feeling better. Thank you so much. I haven't even talked about my hospital trip." Uh, we also had a great time at the live show in Boston. Could we sponsor any part of the mailbag where you recap about the live show? Dealer's Choice, thank you so much. And we miss or love you guys. Emily Sargo, also known as Jay Kim's wife, Mrs. Kim, LOL. Oh, dude, big shout out to Emily and, and Jay. They um, drove like eight hours. Um, salute to everybody. Come So what do you got, Maze? All right. So Alex Burnett. And as Alex I tell Jay- most people, I got two minutes left in me. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. So we'll do Zach's question then, uh, which was where is it? Oh, Andre, Andre Brer, friend of the show. Real question: Is there a comparison for the last three years in LA sports? Just a brutal scene. I can call in and discuss, or just hang up and listen. This guy. Uh, yeah. So here's the comparison I would say. Now the last three years of LA sports have been the Lakers have been terrible, the Dodgers have gone to the World Series and lost, and the Rams have gone to the Super Bowl and lost. The Dodgers have um, gone to the World Series twice and lost. Right, twice and lost. So here's what it'd be. Imagine imagine going to like this amazing gala, right? You're dressed to the nines, you've got a hot date, like you are going, you're arriving in style, you're arriving in a limo, and you get there and you're on the list and you get in super easy. Security doesn't even bother you. Like you just get into this incredible place. You're meeting people, you're networking, all this stuff. Uh, like just making making roads to success for the future by just being at this event. All this is happening and you have a hangnail. 
That's that's the comparison. Quit crying because you went to the championship three times and lost. That's crazy. It's insanity, dude. Like, and again, and the Dodgers are going to be good again, right? This season. So with the Rams. With like and the, the Rams, Rams are going to be, be good. really good next year. Next year, guys. Like, this what? is a Lakers fan in pain. Okay, that's what's oh, happening right now. They, they don't, don't give a shit pain. about the other sports. They don't know pain. They don't know yeah. pain. They don't know. Oh, Joe, you've won the championship in eight years. Oh. They don't yeah, know. Yeah, they don't know who Glenn Foley is. In a few years, like we're gonna cry they, about they it. They don't know like what it's fans. like. I was watching a Jet game one time. All the quarterbacks got hurt, and they had to put Tom <laughs> Tupin, the punter, <laughs> and they actually he got better when Tom Tupin went in. <laughs> they had to put the punter in at quarterback. Oh, I'm not making this shit up. That's what it means to fucking be a Jets fan. I don't want to hear anything from these Laker motherfuckers, man. Get out of here. The Kings won the championship the other day, I feel like. It wasn't that long ago when they won. Yeah, like, it, was so- a, it was a while ago. Oh, yeah, wait, the LA Kings are good, uh, too. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's hard to come up with something that's given me more joy. So I'll I'll put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> if you, Damn. If you're a area fan, if you're a Warriors fan, you gotta love what's happening. Like, and you have to love what's happening. The, the Dodgers one is really the one that uh, has been making me the most happy, even though it's the sport I care about the least, just because to get there twice and lose is just, it's just so great. It's like, it's the worst loss, I feel like, because it's as late as possible. You you actually have hope the entire time, only to have that hope you just eviscerated this from you. Part too. You got to remember this part, too, about the um, Jets and why it's so horrible. Bill Parcells lifts this out of, like, just a joke. Rich Kotite, uh, P. Carroll, all these people just screwing things up. Parcells is great, but he's got like an itchy trigger finger, so he's leaving. And he's like, you know what? I'm leaving, but I'm leaving my my protege in place. I'm going to leave you with this dude named Bill Belichick. He's been decoordinating the last three years. He's great. Leave him. Belichick gets the job, and literally 28 or 48 hours later, he signs with the Patriots. And <laughs> you've seen what's happened with the fucking Patriots since. So, yeah, that's your life as a Jets fan, and I got to listen to Andre cry about losing in the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> Get over yourself. Um, all right, Zach. We'll see you later, buddy. Nice. Uh, I'm going to upgrade him to like the Jake Christie. What's up, Jake? Nothing much. Uh, I'm glad to be back on the pod. It. Uh, I wish I could have chimed in during that Jets segment because, uh, Waz, I completely agree with you. Uh, my entire life as a football fan has been miserable because the Patriots have won and the Jets have lost. Yes, exactly. Jake. Exactly. I, I wish you were here for the Marvel thing. They were all ganging up on oh, me. Oh, God, not again. That's fine. Oh, yeah, I'm not doing it again. Stop in it. fact, I'm actually, in fact, I'm glad that I wasn't because I like Waz and I don't want to argue with him. No, well, I didn't say anything. I just I let like you Waz type the like thing. It was, it was Jade that was just like, all right, you got your little two, three minute segment off. Like, can we move on? Yeah, that's but fair. But this kept that's interjecting fair. it into everything. No, I did She interjected it into Bumble. She interjected it. Right. just did it again. I mean, just now. Like, I'm not, I'm not going to uh, litigate a conversation I wasn't here for, but uh, you're all good. Smart man. Give yourself a ding in the official record for that one. For real. All right. Yeah. Hey, we're an hour into the pod, Jade, and we haven't acknowledged that it's International Women's Day. And so I just want to give a shout out to all the women out there. You guys are the best. Oh, I love yeah. you guys. Yeah, I had a question about it, but we'll we'll get there, you know, in forty minutes or whatever. So. <laughs> um, Can we get there when there's women on this? What show? else? One more question, then we'll get to Eden's segment. Go ahead. All right. So, Lisa, Lisa Bell. Since today is International <laughs> Women's Day, who have been the most influential women in your life, and why? Well, obviously, my, my mother. Yeah. Like, yeah, mom. Goes without saying, but my mom is the oldest of like eight siblings, and so I had. Two aunts that raised me also, like anytime my mom would go to work, she would drop me off at either one of their houses. And then another two aunts moved to America from Haiti, I want to say in 2001, 2001. And when they came around, they also just doted on me. So those five women specifically and my older cousin, Stacy, they just basically showed me everything that I know. More so than the men in my life. Way more so. Yeah, shout Um, out to my mother. Shout out to my grandmother for raising my father and brother by herself. Uh, Outside of 
family members and stuff. Uh, there's a lot of inspirational female friends in my life that, uh, you know, I'm jealous of that. I'm impressed by that. That make me proud. So shout out to all of them. I'm not going to name them. Cool. Other, yeah, other than family members, I would say the restaurant owner of the restaurant I worked at when I was in college. She's like been a lifelong mentor to me. Well, since I was in college, so not lifelong, but since then, um, she's like, I don't know, she has it together and she like, she's always helped me out whenever I've been in crisis. So yeah. Nice. Um, outside of family members, cause obviously shouts to moms, but, uh, I think all the women in sports in general and like working really fucking hard to get to where they got it's, you know, you're inspired by your peers and you're inspired by the people around you and bonus Mindy Kaling. Cause I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with her shit. Like besides her office. I read her book. Yeah. Yeah. Her book was like, I think I read her book when I was at a place where I really didn't fucking know what I was going to try to do. And I was moving to Israel and I was just like all over the place lost. Uh, and she just like talked about, you know, being lost and working hard and like finding like she was found through like writing a random <sighs> play with a friend, you know. So right. Yeah, that's uh, that's pretty dope. Dope. I'm going to pander. I'm going to say the women of CTD, Eden, yep. Eden, Le, Le, <laughs> Nitsan, <laughs> Angie Treasure. Who am I, I missing? Angie. Who am I missing, guys? Sirat. Your mom? Seward? I haven't heard from Seward in a while. My ma. Sarah. Sarah the pharmacist. Jane Kim. Karima. Karima Shah. Karima. A lot of women. Um, Leslie. That's a, a, a common uh, Leslie. She's She was my number one assistant in Boston. The fucking best. Yeah, she's uh, so great Leslie. in Boston. Also, oh, I forgot. We, we went to the science museum, guys. Oh, my God. You guys missed oh, out. Oh, so great. I was so. How, how long were you there? Because I heard tell you were there for like four hours. I was there for three hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I we, we, we did the IMAX uh, and then I, I bopped around and then I then I bopped around. I, I did the on my own um, the planetarium, which was so amazing. I was so baked. And it was just like <laughs> it was so amazing. Like planet what they did a just basic um, you know, universe structure like these are the planets, these are nebulas, etc. It's just phenomenal, and I was, I was like in heaven. So if uh, in Chicago there's a planetarium thing, I'm gonna do that. So we're going, still going. Doesn't Chicago have a really good natural history museum? I don't know. You have an aquarium. I feel like most cities do. We went to the one in Boston, which was pretty fire. If anybody is ever there again, the Harvard one. The um. The, the 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 one I know well is New York Boston Museum of Science though, I wish I could you could really stay there for eight hours but yeah there was, was a it lot big of though stuff to do. it's or huge like there's a lot yeah. to see oh it's yeah huge I didn't even yeah. get to my you know I I wanted to really go and, and, and analyze some of the large NASA Apollo pictures but I didn't I know. get to do there's that there's so much stuff to do um, have you been to the like exploratorium and shit like that in San Francisco Jade no. No. Mm-mm. No, I'm coming out. Oh, you love it. You'd love it. Yeah, you'd love that shit. Like uh, it's just like honestly like such a playground. I actually may be out there at the end of the month. So we'll take Jade to the tactile dome. of the Back to Back podcast on the Count the Dings Network. I'm your host, Anthony Mays, coming to you from the Tactile Dome in San Francisco. On the line to answer your fantastic questions we have and had in Los Angeles, the CTD MVP and Daily Ding King, one would think and therefore one was, Santa Hoops, a.k.a. St. Nicholas Cage, Mariano Blanco, Ashley Simpson walked away from him like an SNL performance, the one-liner designer, Zach Hollywood Harper. We also have the Haitian sensation with the Caucasian fixation. His vocation is irritation of the general population. The black intellectual, the dangling carrot. Liberian rock, sits in the first row of every class at school, but won't do the homework. He's got his passports, he got his shots, he came to America, it's Big Waz. Her hatred of babies does not interfere with her desire to babysit, not never failing to remind no one that Captain Marvel came out last night. Her grandmother raised 20 domesticated lions. She doesn't like blood in her movie shows are... 
Humus Adige and who drinks iced coffee in the blizzard, Nitsan Bloodstein. The only, oh man, the only Asian <laughs> Arkansas. The greener life than J.R. Smith and a tattoo for each of the seven deadly sins on both of her rib cages. Her love of Duke is not a fluke. She won't spook dude any rebuke. She can carve up the ice and fix her love life. It's Eden Lou. And in Bloomfield, Connecticut, the amateur bear watcher, the sheep-dipped conspiracy consigliere. He scored 103 goals at the squirt level when he dings himself at Stingception. Bernie Jadoff, expensing charred pig heads to the sponsorship Venmo. He came out the womb wilt. His wife is the fruit and he's a nut. It's not a bit. The evil producer full of bearded cat energy, Jade Hoy. 